Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hi, Jesse. How you doing? I'm wonderful. So I, I need to talk to you because... I'm eating a candy bar. I always make I sure to have my mouth full of food before, you just can, before we start. You can you can have meals outside of podcast records. Um, that'd be a good diet, the podcast diet. You can only eat while recording a podcast. Mm. So it increases your uh, output of award-winning content well, whilst also helping you lose weight. We, we, had, a, we had one of our listeners uh, say that uh, they really liked... She really liked me doing ASMR just because it annoyed you, which made me smile. Ah. <laughs> well, we've got bigger fish to fry because it is November. Next month is December. And what happens in December? Well, fuck yeah. That's correct. And, I'm very uh, excited about this. I asked Jesse to record a, tra- a trailer voice. Oh, God. Me. I don't know what he's done with this. So should we just, should we just play it? If, you, if, anybody, if any of our listeners have never, if you're new to the show and you don't know what Wafak Hack is, it's basically the Winter Festival of Unaligned Celebration Advent Calendar. It's a, it's a, fake, Chris, it's a fake version of Christmas that we made up. And it's, every, our own, it's our own holiday. It's our own special yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, December-ish winter holiday to compete with the likes of Christmas and Hanukkah and various pagan festivals. I, 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 I mean, if you're religious, I respect that, but our, our uh, celebration, is yours is shit compared Exactly. No. So last last year we did um, a, po- a mini podcast. It was supposed to be like a three minute podcast every day from December first to the December twenty first, twenty fifth. But it turned out to be like each one turned out to be like fifteen minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So you got twenty five episodes, one after the other, all the way up to the twenty fifth. However, this this year is a little different, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Because we're 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 for the first time ever, we are uh, introducing a Patreon and um and uh. Uh, a, a subscription service through Apple. Now that we'll still be releasing some free episodes of a podcast of Wafakak for everyone to enjoy, but it's so much goddamn work. Yes, especially for Reese. Yes. That Reese is like, I would like a little bit. Well, we, we, uh, <laughs> of money, dear listeners, you, you selfish had, son of a bitch. You've had nearly a hundred and four, <laughs> nearly hundred and fifty episodes uh, scot free. Yes, you have to listen to some terrible adverts sometimes, but largely speaking, uh, and good adverts. Um, I'm not going to say which ones are good because they didn't pay us enough. Right. Um, but also, <laughs> um, so so all it means is that I, I think I think 
every three days you will get a Wafakak episode for free, but behind the paywall will be all of the unleashed Wafakak. You will still have uh, the episodes of um you will still get uh the weekly episode yeah you still get i'm excited i'm excited to try patreon to see if we can because like if people want to pay us to create more content for them that's just a really neat if little, the patreon it, takes off then we'll do like loads of yeah, episodes totally it's like i'm thinking like we'll have like a monthly live show yes you know um and then like past with fuck act we'll do we'll continue with like bonus episodes you know and some ringtones and uh i'll i'll get online and i'll strip yeah, for Je- anyone who Jesse's, pays Je- well. Yeah. Jesse yeah. wants to double it up with his own kind of version of OnlyFans. Yeah. So. <laughs> Only Jesse. Only Jesse. <laughs> I'm married. I, I'm not going to do stuff on the internet. Um, that's, that's for that's, anyway, that's like, a single person's <laughs> game. So if, you, if you're not into Patreon, if you don't know what a Patreon is, by the way, it's, it's a way to support your favorite content creators by paying a small monthly fee for a lot of bonus content. That's what Patreon is. And you can just go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And that's where and we'll be. We'll give you the we'll link. post links. We'll post we'll the links. But that's, yeah, yeah. that's what Patreon is. And if you're if you don't want to do that, you can just subscribe through Apple's got a new subscription where you pay through Apple. It's the same thing, just a different way of paying it. That's yeah, basically yeah. what it is. We're not going away. You're still getting your free stuff. This is just a way to get bonus stuff. That's all. I that mean, is. yeah, it's yeah. like 25 episodes that we we usually do four a month. So that's an additional 21 episodes for December. When you're with a family, you can just zone out uh, over the holidays when you're catching up with them and listen to our nonsense instead. But if you got your headphones on and your 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 significant other is screaming at you to come and and like decorate the tree, you can just be like, "Shut the hell up! I'm listening to a fuckack, and I paid for it." Exactly. And, that's, and you're in the clear. You can just I, I paid lock for yourself in the bathroom and. Uh, I paid for this, so piss off. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we, we've, uh, I'm about to play. We've got a trailer. So if, if we haven't oh, sold with Frack, I can have for you. Uh, so, Jesse, in three, two, one. and finish your oatmeal while Fuckack is coming. Face-punching Dave wears Crocs because they're comfortable. There we go. That's what you picked. I gave you five minutes of a Fuckack stuff and you use the oatmeal and Crocs. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? What do you think? If that doesn't entice you to uh, join us on Fuckack, I don't know what will. That was brilliant. That was amazing. <laughs> I kind of want to do like a a little mini a uh, little mini drama about face punching Dave now. Oh, he's he's the ultimate uh, the ultimate uh, face puncher. Face puncher. <laughs> also, for some reason, he's about the size of a T Rex, according to that. So. <laughs> Uh, that was very very funny Reese. You, well uh, made well done thank you uh, so, it didn't make any sense just at the end with him, he wears Crocs because the camera it doesn't have to make sense it's just got to be entertaining <laughs> if, you want, if you want sense then go to the library uh, so face punching Dave for all those those of you who are new is uh, 
So every day of Wafakak is a new theme. The night of noise, the night of silence, the night of face-punching Dave. And face-punching Dave is a man named Dave who comes to your house and punches you in the face. He's, he's the Wafakak Santa equivalent. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give you presents, he gives you black eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you and your entire family. You and the entire family, everyone. Whether you're, um, you know, old or young, <laughs> that he doesn't care, he'll punch you. Can we put some Wafakak is coming from me at the beginning or end or end of this episode? Yes. Just as like an echo, like add an, like a, a nice reverb effect. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That'd be <laughs> wicked. So, um, yeah, so that was it. Um, I think, so I recorded that last night on my phone. Uh, it sounded r- great. Just running down my street with my dog. <laughs> and I hope no neighbors saw me crying, <laughs> t- screaming about face punching Dave. But there's a suburban crime there for you. I'm very much looking forward to uh, Wafakak this year, Reese. And uh, I'm looking forward to... Um, <clears throat> Face punching Dave. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that bruise. Yeah. <laughs> so shiner, I get to show off. All right, what do you got for me today? Have you ever heard of a little town called Asbestos in um, Asbestos? A town called Asbestos in Quebec. Asbestos? Yes. What? Where the fuck do you find this shit? Well, it's- there's a town in Quebec called Asbestos. There is, yeah. <laughs> Well, there isn't. Any, there isn't any more. It changed, it, I'm kind of lying. It changed his name to uh, Val de Sorzes or the the Valley. The Say va- it again. Say it again. Val, Val de Sorzes. I don't know. That sounds like probably a Which French is thing. Valley of the Springs, but it was formerly known as as Asbestos. That's insane. Is that? Are you sure that's how it was pronounced? You could be mispronouncing I, it. I don't know how else to spell Asbestos. 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 Asba. As- <clears throat> Asbestos. There's a town called Asbestos. That's Asbestos. incredible. All right. So yeah, tell me more. I, I, on I, me. I understand why they rebranded the town. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, why did you, your town used to be called Bleach. Why did you change the name? Well, <laughs> same reason we changed yeah, yeah. finger up the nose. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Genocide Ontario. <laughs> You know, it's asbestos. We hope uh, your stay is long. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everyone's welcome. Uh, so the asbestos, uh, asbestos is famous um, for its asbestos. It's right, yeah. As you can imagine. Yep. Um, so um, it, it, so it, hang on a minute, let me work out what it is. I'm just trying to bring a map up. Reese so, is doing so, research so, so. in the middle of no, our no, podcast. No, no, no. I, I lost my notes. So, so uh, it used to have the world's largest asbestos mine. That's where the name comes from. Hold on, what? It had okay, the world's to be largest. fair, I always thought asbestos was synthesized. I didn't know you mined it. Well, because it's fluffy and pink as far as I... No, maybe it's not pink. I guess I've never I seen asbestos. You're thinking of insulation. I'm thinking of insulation. That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what I'm thinking of. What? I've never seen asbestos. Never. So, uh, it, it, and it had Probably a, for, like, that's a, probably a really good thing. Yeah, because... <laughs> I've never seen asbestos in person. That's probably... Because asbestos dust is deadly. Really deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well... Part, you know, slowly, deadly, so, sort of. And that, and that was the main. That was the main employer in the town for a long time before it closed. Hold on, so, what, what does it look like? I have no idea what asbestos looks like. Uh, I, I, I don't know because it's kind of mixed in with lots of different things. Hang on. Okay. But you mine it? Wow. You, you mine asbestos. Oh, that's oh, really neat. Um, I, my I, God, I, I should have. Those I poor sh- fucking miners. Oh my I should, God. I should have researched it. Yeah, imagine, imagine it wasn't a great career in the long term, right? Yeah. yeah, Jesus. But anyway, but we're going to talk about the as. So a town with asbestos. You, you, mine- you kill your lungs being an asbestos miner, but don't worry. At least you're helping to kill other people's lungs too. Exactly. <laughs> in thirty years' time, you're really going to get to see a lot of people die because of your work. So, <laughs> to be fair, most mines that you work in oh. are bad for your lungs. Yes, my grandfather yeah. worked in a coal mine. Mine re- did too. Wrecked his lungs. Yep, Cape Breton. Yeah. He worked in a coal mine as well. My, my grandfather. Oh, look at that. We've got a lot in common. Right. Come from coal mining families. Was yours a coal miner as well? Yeah, for oh, 54 wow. years. Wow. It's a long career. That's very long. Coal mining. <clears throat> Did you ever coal mine? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. It's just played ask. So, um, as you can imagine, asbestos mining in a town called asbestos... Um, uh, it is actually quite famous for the 1949 asbestos strike. Okay. 
I don't know if you've ever never heard of this. So as is the case, it, I still love the fact that now and then, like it's now and then, we get a review from someone who thinks I'm an absolute, complete, and total moron who's just learned basic English because of the because you've like you've learned this stuff ten minutes before you tell it to me, and you come across as this worldly expert <laughs> you know, who just was born with all this knowledge. Anyone can <clears throat> access Wikipedia. My mother, God love her. Hi, mom. By the way, she desperately wants our roles to be reversed one day. Just like now and then, we're like, I'll do 10 minutes of research and teach you something you so that do. I don't continuously come across as a complete idiot. You, you, <laughs> sit, you, sit, you, you drop some interesting information in some of our episodes. It's some just, of them. It's yeah. just you don't like history and politics. I really and don't. we talk about history and politics. <laughs> if, if anybody wants to know anything about keto... <laughs> Then uh, Jesse's your guy. I'm your guy. <laughs> Jesse's your guy. Studied keto for a long time. Anyway, so at mid uh, on February the fourteenth at midnight, the miners of asbestos asbestos walked out on their on their. You're jobs. pronouncing it really funny. Asbestos. I think it's just asbestos. Asbestos. <laughs> it's not even French, and I can't say it. <laughs> Um, they walked out of the mine at although, midnight. Yeah, they walked out. So, so the mines were owned by American or English Canadian companies, and most of the people who worked there were francophones. So there was right. a yeah, slight disconnect between, I, much like the head of Air Canada boasted that he's lived in Montreal and doesn't speak French and run a major company for like 15 years. That's really funny. There's this old-fashioned um, dynamic, I think, within Quebec where, you know, uh, non-French speakers would be the elite business owners and the, um, oh, the more blue-collar middle class were uh, francophones. So there was a, a disconnect there. I did not um, know that. I knew that there's a, a very large... I'm not saying it's, the, it's, it's not the rule. It's mm -hmm. just the, that was the generalization. There's like a secret, it's really not so secret, but like ironically unspoken war, a language war going on in Quebec and has been for a very, very long time because they're afraid of losing their culture and rightfully so. But that's a totally different topic for a whole nother episode. <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> yeah, please continue. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, what happened? <laughs> what happened was they 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 had the union had several demands. Number one was the removal of asbestos dust inside and outside the mill. Hold on, what? So, oh, oh, shit! They didn't even clean up. Oh, wow. They wanted did to they, get rid. They were like, this "Hey, was, what year was this? 19, this was 1949. 1949. Did they know back then that the dust was dangerous? I don't think they knew it was as dangerous as it was, but they, they knew it was somewhat they, dangerous. I think they were they were probably experiencing effects from the dust. I would imagine. Right. Okay. So they wanted that cleaned up. But yeah, I think yeah. That's they, more than reasonable. A 15 cent an hour general wage increase, which doesn't sound a lot, but 1949 money, it would have been like a million right. dollars. I don't know. I'm joking. Millions and billions. It would have been a slight increase in wages, I imagine. <laughs> Five cent an hour increase for night work because you're doing night shifts. It's right. Not, that's not nice. Um, and the social security fund. Um, what it, okay. What is that? And also, the, so basically, if you, if you get unemployed, it's just like a bit of a safety net. If you kind of get maimed or injured in the mine, you can't work anymore. Oh, so which is what huh? they didn't have that. Which is it's nineteen forty nine, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also double time payment for working on Sundays and holidays. Um, and they, these were considered considered radical at the time and were rejected immediately by the owners. Of course. So, um, so they voted to strike. Um, and they will Sounds be in, like a union starting. They, well, they're being represented by the National Federation of Mining Industry Employees and the Canadian Catholic Federation of Labour, which I didn't know was a thing, but it I is. I didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah. I didn't wow. know that the Catholic, there was a Catholic slant on Labour. Yeah, that's weird, right? It doesn't, yeah. Anyway. Jesus likes uh, it when well, you work. Whatever. Yeah, he does. Yeah, right. that's... Idle hands are the devil's plaything. Yep. That's so. sure. And that doesn't just mean having a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, please. <laughs> anyway, um, I love history. Um, uh, so, uh, 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 <laughs> a person this named... I'm just picturing, like, priests clarifying this to their clergy. Like, just, uh, just la so you know. last, last week, I noticed the congregation had many questions about what I meant by idle hands. Just to clarify, I didn't just mean masturbation <laughs> or having a wank. But I, but that is it is included. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, but it does fall under that category. Yeah. <laughs> Other things idle hands might do that are inspired by the devil include graffiti, poking a friend in the eye, or um, drinking. Right. Yeah. Any liquid. Or, or all of those things at the same time. Yep. 
Yeah. This is great. You'd be a great priest. Just Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and yay, he did descend from the hill. Just because you with, like saying and two, yay a lot. With two oven gloves, both stamped with the insignia of our Lord. <laughs> and from the, from the oven of peace, he did withdraw the baking tray of love. And everyone feasted on the brownies. See, I can do it. You're just making that up as you go, aren't you? Yeah. That was amazing. Thank you. Wow. Should you do fake sermon? We sure holy shit, man. <laughs> People would eat it up. And thy, the brownie is now the divine baked good. <laughs> and every seventh Sunday, thy shall eat thy brownie. <laughs> you got this is gold. <laughs> and those who forsaketh the brownie and dust it with light sugar or mix it with other, other desserts such as banoffee pie brownies... <laughs> shall be cast into the fiery pits of hell, for the, de- for the devil shall then rise up and segment them several times while still conscious. Amen. Uh, at 2 p.m. this afternoon, the choir is going to practice if anybody wants to join them. Does that, does that sound like church? That was great, man. Okay. Anyway, back to Asperstos. Um should put organ music into that. Yeah, you totally should. <laughs> Honest to God, you should. So, so the leader of the strike was uh, uh, Jean Machand. Who? Jean Machand. Machand? Machand. Jean Machand. Okay, I don't. Jean sure. Machand. I'll say it so many times. <laughs> Just keep saying it. Don't get yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so the strike was considered illegal. So the premier uh, at the time, uh, Maurice Duplessis, was uh, sided with the companies um and he hated socialism and he saw striking miners who wanted to have work in lungs as socialism of course yeah, yeah. <coughs> socialism um <laughs> much like wearing a mask is socialism these of days course. very yeah. similar actually oh, very similar it's all about yeah. it's all about breathing <laughs> people who want to protect the how they breathe that's <laughs> socialists I mean, it's practically communism, really, if you exactly. think about it's it. Wearing a mask is communism. So why Stalin's mustache was actually there to strain the I air. have a thing where people aren't picking up on my sarcasm these days, so I feel like I have to say that was sarcastic. It's a really weird phenomenon. People, I'm like a... St- uh, incoming sarcasm. Yeah, right? Like before. Before. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway. Eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. Um, so the, the, the province sent squads of police to protect the mines. Um I bet the police had masks. They probably cleaned the dust up for, dust up for the police. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, um, uh, so parts of the parts of the Catholic Church went in to support them as support the miners. Okay, which is How? interesting. It's very anti-establishment the for the power church. Of Jesus, like no, I, I think the well, the thing is, when you go on strike, you don't get paid. So you need people to bring you food and things to keep you going. Aww, so I imagine nice. maybe they maybe they used maybe they you don't know what they did. Maybe you they did You're making them the, sound really nice. Yeah, nobody was forsaking brownies, so they thought they'd help them. They, they could have come in with super soakers full of piss. You don't know. You have no, no idea. idea. Well, it says they it says they supported them. So I'm guessing they did nice things. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Let's make the ad- let's make the assumption. Okay. I don't All have right. any hard evidence in front of me. Right. But either I can way. Assume that either support way. So means like you're, being you're nice. going one way. I'm going the other way. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Supported their very dry clothes got- by soaking them yeah, with yeah. pee. They don't smell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but the population and the media in Quebec were also on the side of the miners. Of course. So you had the premier and the. I suppose not. Of course. I don't know what it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, at the time, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, a.k.a. Mm. Uh, uh, the Justin Daddy. The Justin Daddy. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's good. Um, he was a journalist at the time. No, fuck. He was still right. a young man. I and he And he was there covering the miners in a sympathetic manner. Wow, cool. Um, so six, week, the, the, the six weeks into the strike, obviously, imagine you haven't been paid for six weeks. Right. Uh, and you've been living in asbestos with no money. <laughs> Just, it's Re- it's on, not living in a giant pile of asbestos. Right, okay. Relying so on the handouts of super soakers full of piss from the Catholic <laughs> Church. <laughs> or something. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, I know I said it, but just hearing it come out of your mouth makes it funnier. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> it's the accent. It is the, the accent, accent, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they, they hired strike breakers to keep the mine open. So the community was really split because some people crossed the picket line for, for money uh, and started working in Scabs. the mines. Scabs. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it turned violent. Uh, oh God. And 5,000 strikers attacked, oh. um, mm. destroying the property of some of the scabs um, and intimidating them. And the police were sent in as strike breakers. Uh, and they fought the police in like pitched battles on the picket line. Uh, hundreds of miners were arrested. Um, how do you feel about scabs? How do I feel about I, I think, it, I think it's, it's, it's hard because often it's pitting people who are... Uh, striking for the right reason mm-hmm. and then they offering these jobs up that maybe weren't available at a, at a good rate to people who are just desperate for jobs right so i think i think it's very easy i think it's pitting uh the wrong people against each other it is it is yeah. exactly it's 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 exactly it, it's kind of people who need jobs pitched against people who need jobs right meanwhile people are making money <laughs> yeah exactly. you know, it's, right. it's like yeah, yeah. hey it's like it's like any war you just go it's just poor people killing poor people typically right that was four richer world, people world yeah. war one two cousins fell out um and then they had a war is that true well yeah the the german um emperor was the cousin of the, the king of britain at the time Oh wow! They grew up like playing board games together, and he was, and then they and had then a, one of them. Beat let's the have other a war, Monopoly and like the 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 czar was the, the cousin as well. They were all related. Fuck, you really know your history, or you looked this up ten minutes ago? No, <laughs> I just remembered it because it's me- messed up. Once you realize all the royal families were, were cousins of each other, and then they had, millions of people died fighting each other. It was just a game to them. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so. Uh, what happened then? A dynamite explosion destroyed part of the railway track. Um, oh, wow. And strikers Was that over- accidental or? Uh, no, I think it was on purpose. Jesus. Uh, and then strikers overturned a jeep, in- injuring a passenger. So Should have led to a- that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come <on>. um, so. <laughs> Come downhill in excitement here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blew up a railway track and then exactly. they turned, they flipped a jeep and, and then they kicked it. <laughs> so. Um, the uh, so what happened then? The, the archbishop at the time uh, delivered a pre- fiercely pro-union speech, asking all Catholics to donate to the strike because um, oh, wow. the Catholic Church was supporting them. So the the premier uh, Duplessis uh, then uh, transferred the archbishop to Vancouver to get him out of the way because he was supporting. It's like because what he transferred him to Vancouver, so they moved the the archbishop because he was on the side of the strikers. Who moved him? Sorry. The premier. They oh, were like, wow. they, he spoke to the spoke to the big guy in the Vatican. And so the premier maybe. was a uh, was the on premier. the side of the corporations, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of so course so, it was, so yeah. he was like, "Hey, um, you gotta can you can you just send him to Vancouver?" That's amazing. And then he was like pulled out of his. Wow. You know, it's not wow. very. It's not very often you talk about the Catholic Church historically. I didn't know they had that power to do that though. Like that church and state were kind of separate for a reason it's not state province you know what i mean the concept of church and state yeah but come on <laughs> but no, i was just saying though, it's, it's not yeah. very often you talk about like churches and catholicism in a positive light on shows like this i was just gonna say <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's true <laughs> that sounds like a very nice thing for him i to mean do. i don't want to i don't want to say it but there were a lot of minors around <laughs> Oh, oh, Zing. oh, Reese. Oh, that was, oh, that was bad and very good. Was, <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> 
Make sure to tip your waitress. Exactly. Oh wow. Oh, that was that was bad. Like, that was really good too. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so on May the fifth, the strikers launched uh, a big push by barricading the mine and every road in and out of town. They basically are wow. like, let's let's escalate this, um, and the, the police failed repeatedly to break through the barricades. Okay. Um. So the uh, but the strikers backed down because the police uh, said they were going to open fire on them as a last resort. Of course, yeah, just, hell, just that's what they do. This strike is effective. We're going to shoot you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah you're getting your no. point across too effectively. <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah. Honestly, so, God. Uh, so the riot, uh, the riot act was read, which um, is- I mean, it just goes to it just goes to the point of again, I won't go into this huge tangent, but uh, the whole deregulation of the police it, and why it makes sense because you know for the longest time and up to right now, they are, and this isn't necessarily a negative thing. This is just what it is. They are bullies with guns, and sometimes a situation requires. A bully with a gun, right? Sometimes you have something escalating to the point where, like, I need someone strong and mean and crass and forceful with a gun and training to come in and take care of this. And that's fine when that's needed. Yeah, if someone's going to kill people. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's not always needed. And throwing bullies with guns at every single situation... Well, it's like <sighs> they're a hammer, and for a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so they were read the Riot Act. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Riot Act, but it was introduced in 1714 by. I've the heard the term. Parliament, I, don't really, I didn't really look into it. It was the Parliament of Great Britain, which authorized authorities to declare, to declare any group of twelve or more people to be unlawfully assembled to disperse or face punitive action. Basically, it means you can't protest anymore. You can't strike anymore. Oh wow! So they started to arrest all of the strikers. Um, so they made this law up in order to start arresting no, no, the strikers? The the law was originally created in 1714, and oh. Canada oh. was using it to... This is a really old law. A really old law that they yeah. dug up that they haven't been using for Good a long news, time. Good news, we can arrest them all. Right. Turns out it's not free. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, so they, they, they started to arrest the strikers, and they started to raid the church that was there that had been supporting them, because everybody loves seeing the police raid churches. <laughs> It's always good, good, great optics for your for your for your cause, um, uh, and the arrest the arrested strikers were also beaten, and including the leaders were also beaten. Unbelievable, amazing! Um, all in the all in the name of capitalism. It's all about making profits at yeah. any cost, and this is continued to this day. This is anyway. That's a different tangent altogether. But like, <sighs> capitalism is destroying fucking everything. Can it work? Yes. Has it worked? Yes. Is it working? No. Yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> you just look at the, if you go to the great resignation. Yeah. Yes, I have. I was just talking on, about that so, the other day with yeah, a friend. Yeah. 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 So the, um, there is an IHOP that is hope, opening uh, in the city here. And they've gone, we're opening soon, recruiting now. We're opening soon, recruiting now. We're opening soon, recruiting now. <laughs> we're opening soon, <laughs> recruiting now. Is kind of they can't. No one wants. No one wants those. A lot of the people who worked in the service industry mm-hmm. during lockdown retrained and found jobs that suit their lifestyles better, and they're not increasing the wages for those no, kind of jobs. <clears throat> and but nobody, people are going. I don't want to work in a restaurant anymore because you the hours are unpredictable. They're long. You get shouted at. That you know customers. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm on Reddit on. Uh uh, the subreddit anti work. Yes, me too. Are you too? It's yeah, amazing, yeah. isn't it? The shit that comes through there. Um, and like, um, I was reading once about this this guy who almost got fired because he didn't stand at attention when his boss came in. Like yeah. the owner of the company required him to stand at attention and greet him as he walked by, and uh, and he didn't do that. And he this, got this is reprimanded on, like for three days straight because of this. Like this, this is, is an online movement I can get behind. It's just like treat people well, pay them well for the work they do, yeah. uh, so they can afford to live because. I think I think the disparity between pay and living costs. I genuinely, I think if I if I, if I was like nineteen twenty going into the workforce and um, was like, well, I can pay this, but I can never afford to leave home, or you know, I, I, I the, all these jobs are available to me and they don't pay. I can barely afford to do anything with the money they pay me. I would just go. Do you know what? I'm just going to go live in a tent and live. <laughs> I'll do something. I'm going to be like. 
I'm just gonna go and uh, just just wander around hitchhike for a while sure I, I wouldn't I, my working would be so far down my list of things to do I'd probably just go I don't the system's never gonna work for me I'm gonna just do something else it's so broken and employers are finally starting to realize like they need us more than we need them right now you know we've yeah been, and it's great it's one I was uh talking to my friend Alan um just the other day, uh, and he was saying how like something like either it was I forget it was either two million or four million Americans quit their jobs last month. Yeah, <laughs> which is not, I thought it was like the past year. Like no, the past month. But I mean, but the amazing thing of that is, is that because the people have been forced into being a generation who can't afford to leave home, they don't have to work because they've yeah. been forced to just be stuck at home. Right. So if they don't, if, if if just their parents and their grandparents are the ones who own homes and can afford to actually, right. because they got on the ladder early, yeah. they they go, well, I'm, what am I doing? Why am I trying to play this race? Why am I part, being part of this race? The whole rent thing, too, is insane. If you think about it, like rent is so high, it's forcing people to get out there and work just to pay this ridiculously high rent. And and. If you remove the rent, like you said, if if kids are just staying at home longer, right, or if like yeah, the parents go. like retire somewhere else and leave a family home to their kids, um, these are obviously like wealthier people in society to be able to do this. But like, if you remove the whole rent aspect, okay, there's other reasons why people used to work. Yeah, they liked the camaraderie. Okay, they liked feeling busy. Um, but like in a purposeful way, like I get to create something for other other people are enjoying. Oh, there was progression. If I stick at this for 15 years, exactly. I'll be an expert yes. in this. You know, and all of this is, and not only that, but back in the 1950s, you could, you could get a job straight out of high school. If you finished high school, you could get a job that allowed you to get a house. Yeah. And start a family. Well, you could, you could, you, you could, without university. And now yeah, I, yeah. I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast about this. At, he had an expert talking about this. And I think it was actually Bernie Sanders. And they were talking about how, like, and back then, if you wanted to go to university, right, university was so cheap, it was practically free. Um, and you could choose to do so if you just wanted a better life because you would automatically make more money. And today, people are going to university, they're getting $300,000 or more in debt, and it means nothing in the workforce. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's it's kind of absolutely fucking lutely ridiculous. And... Anyway, we're going down a long, long, to, long rabbit hole. To, <laughs> to, should we go back to the town known as Asbestos? Yes. Yeah, yes, okay, let's sure. do that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, after they arrested and beat the shit out of everyone, um, the union decided they should probably compromise. <laughs> so, so they began to negotiate, and the Archbishop Maurice Roy of Quebec City served as a mediator. So again, the Catholic Church got involved. Um, and uh, so I'm, just to stop you, just to interject with what is currently happening with the Great Resignation and what happened back then with the asbestos uh, strike. What if you combine the two? OK, what if, you know, they sent the police in? OK, they created this huge violent mess just to get rid of the strikers and they they succeeded. Fuck, yes, we got rid of the strikers. OK, open the mine up. And no one came to work. But they would, the thing is, they'd always have people who would want to go to work. No, but I'm saying if you combine that scenario oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Great Resignation, where they yeah. couldn't get workers, they went through all this fucking trouble just to open And everyone would have retrained during the strike. Right, yeah. <laughs> I took an online course. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a ruse. We're going on strike. Oh, I've got a subscription to lynda.com. Back then, it was called Betty.com. Yeah, yeah. When the asbestos strike started, I couldn't code, but I can code now. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, um, so what happened was the, the the dispute ended. They received a small pay increase, but many of them never got their jobs back, and they oh, just wow. replaced them. And they what? They just replaced them. So, so you got fired. For yeah, being on strike, which I believe is very legal today. There like, was. If like if you if you went on strike and you were successful in some way with the strike and then went back to work and then were fired for having been on strike, just being on, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I yeah. don't know, but I'm taking a wild stab in the dark that that is illegal. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yep, you got it. Everything you want in that strike, yes, we'll give it to this you. Was Go not, back to work. You're fired. This was like, like the <laughs> late forties. So yeah. Um, so but then what happened was the the, is in, the interesting thing about this is that it kind of um, so Trudeau. Um, the the Justin Daddy, who was who was the journalist who covered it, um, it really it pushed him up to to real prominence. 
um, in in Quebec and in in the in the the political scene. So, do he, you think this helped him get elected um, eventually? Yeah. So so um, set him on the path. So you had uh, a journalist called Gerard uh, uh, Peltier. And uh, it sounded actually that actually sounded French. Thank in you very my ears. I'm not reading it in front of me, no, but no. it sounded French. Uh, <laughs> I think you're getting better at this Jean, shit. Jean Marchand and Pierre Elliott Trudeau, they were became known as the the wise three men, and all three of them got quite far they, in politics. They, they got known as the the, the three, three wise, wise men. men. Yes. Are you fucking serious? No, no, that's what they were known as. Or uh, le, le trois Colombe. Colombe. <laughs> I'm sorry, French speakers. My favorite part. But you trying to speak French as you always end in an uptick, as in you're like you're. It's a question mark every time. Did I get it right? I don't so, know. So much, no, that's, that's <laughs> what you're asking. Yeah, Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Um, so he edited. Uh, Trudeau edited a book called "The Asbestos Strike," um, and it presented it as as kind of a um, saying that a, a violent announcement of a new era had begun in Quebec, um, and that it was it was while while the strikers were looking for better conditions, it kind of the change in society became uh kind of a byproduct so i think people were more willing to it kind of made people uh want to take a stand a little bit more fired people up to be more involved and to take kind of decisive action because oh, that's awesome because quebec is you know pe- people in quebec they they're quite passionate and they will protest and you know there's been some obviously very strong movements in quebec as mm-hmm. well politically and people willing to do quite radical things so it was saying that this was the first instance of that and that um it kind of fe- began that so that little town called asbestos actually was the starting point of a a, a different kind of um atmosphere politically in quebec for a long time wow oh that's very cool Say, so I tied it back to something relevant. There you go. Here we go. So, <laughs> if you live in asbestos, send us an email. Or don't send us asbestos. Well, I mean, asbestos is now known as what's that? What was it called again? Death the, dust. Death. No, the town. Oh, the town. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they changed the name of the product of asbestos to death dust. Thank you, Reese. That's uh, Val Val de Source or Valley of the Springs. All right. So, if you live there, it looks beautiful. Send us an email. It looks like photos. Looks like a nice your place. Asbestos. Yeah, have you got send us a handful? No, no, don't, don't. <laughs> uh, it does look beautiful. There is a giant uh, hole. See. There's a giant hole in the ground. Turn your laptop. Let me see. Now, what the fuck is that? I think that's an open cast mine. A what? An open cast mine. What is an open cast mine? So you know the mines in Cape Breton? Yeah. Well, not well, not personally. Yeah. <laughs> the mines in Cape Breton, they would have been like the mines. A lot of the mines in Wales at the time, where they dug holes underground. It was shaft. They would shaft mine shafts where you yeah, go yeah. underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you so, go in diagonally. That looks like it goes no, straight no, no. down. So, so you, you know, you dig a tunnel underground and then you work the coal seam. Yeah, yeah. They don't open cast mining is the more modern way where you just dig a big fucking hole so that you don't have to go down a tunnel anymore and you just can just dig it out with big excavators. Oh, wow. Oh wow, that actually I've makes been, a lot of I've sense. I've been to an open cast mine. It looks like um, that makes you know, a lot. Ter- <laughs> you know, Terminator Two, the scenes from the future. Yeah, yeah lots yeah. of big machinery, lots of skulls. Every, yeah, every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Loads skulls of skulls, and, skulls. And, ter- and terminators, yeah, and laser beams, right, just shooting over your head. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is modern <laughs> this day. Is, this mines. is modern open cast mining. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's heavily mechanized. <laughs> so, lots um, of time travel, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Just a, a kid whose dad is from the future and is also his friend when he's old. It's very confusing. Um, so uh, uh, so they just dig a giant hole and then they just go, there you are. And often what happens is people then just leave and then like all of the landscape has changed and it's just a big hole. That's not surprising at all. They don't fill it back in, nothing. Just, no, just a big I, hole. I've even opened cast mine that was moving and as they moved across, this big hole was kind of like a... Imagine like a, a long gouge out of a hillside right. and they would dig and then they would fill up and then plant grass as they were going backwards. Well, at least they filled it back up and planted grass and shit. Like it sounds like these guys just, it's still, it's still just a, a fucking hole. I mean, maybe they've done something fun in that hole, if you know what I mean. I'm not being dirty. Um, so may, maybe, maybe you can go water skiing in, in the big asbestos hole. I don't know. Why are you laughing? Actually, the, I quite like. The you whole, can't say something like maybe quite, they did something quite, fun in that hole if look, you know what I mean. I find a picture and of, not sound I, come across dirty as fuck. I find a picture of the hole. It actually looks quite appealing. Well, they filled it with water. It's a giant. No, lake I think now. I don't think they filled it with water. I think the rain filled it with water. Oh, okay. 
But I mean, like I'm saying, you know, maybe you can go scuba diving in there, or maybe it's horribly poisonous, full of asbestos, and all who, all who go in there die. I don't know, but if you do know, let us know. Um, it looks like there's a, a park with like machinery and stuff there as well you can climb on. That's good. Machine, not playground equipment. Machinery that you can machinery climb. You can climb on. <laughs> Um, machinery park it's my favorite yeah. park to play we should go to asbestos i know let's nope why let's stay away from death dust ah i mean okay if we're invited yeah to a nice like airbnb or just something. go there and like rub rub your finger on a rock and then rub it on your gums and go it's bloody good asbestos <laughs> i don't think that's how that works <laughs> it's like it's really pure <laughs> pure asbestos <laughs> Cut a bag open with a knife of asbestos. Put a little bit of the asbestos on the tip of the knife. Exactly. Yeah. Put it on your gums. Yeah. Snort it. <laughs> That's some damn good asbestos. Go on. Nothing's catching fire in here. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, except for my brain. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, yeah. Don't snort, ingest, or rub asbestos on any part of your body. Is that the call to action? That's the call to action for today. Don't, don't rub asbestos on any part of your body. Yeah. So, like, you are quite concerned that we have listeners who are, at the time of listening to this podcast, about to rub asbestos. In, like, they've got a handful yeah, of asbestos, and they're just in a naked body standing, listening to us with headphones on. And, like, they're just waiting for the podcast to be over before they, like, smash this handful of asbestos right in their face. And and you telling them not to is the one piece of of leading wisdom that they need to put it down yeah so don't go looking for an asbestos dealer on the street corner just don't do it okay yeah That's... so this has been fun we should end this episode as well <laughs> so if you if you ever wondered why what asbestos had to do with the rise of the trudeau family there you go i i bet you're asking that yourself when you woke up this morning it's the very first thing why what, what is this <laughs> That's that's typically what I do. I wake up and I start screaming, Trudeau! <laughs> yeah, we all do it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, um, I just find it interesting that these historical moments that like how different might the life of the tr- uh, the Justin Daddy been if, if he hadn't been at that strike? The Justin it? Daddy. The oh. Justin Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I, I say love it though. I don't know. Just, just keep sense. going with it. That's great. <laughs> Uh, so that was really fun uh, dear listener thank you for listening and uh, please look forward to the upcoming Wafakak festival yeah we've got one more regular episode before Wafakak kicks in right and so, then we'll have uh, our Patreon and our Apple subscription ready for you to go and uh, we hope you join us we yes hope, uh, yeah. and uh, um, <clears throat> I hope you like the trailer oh also also as well yes um, I do want to do a quick plug I'm gonna okay. you know what I'm gonna put up some Wafakak is coming uh, ringtones on the website you should how's that Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Do so it. Do it. Go. Go get your ringtone and voicemail messages, there, people. Just uh, go to com and click on the ringtones, and there you go. Or voicemail message, whichever. It's probably both or one or the other. Two, what are you doing, Reese? So I, I have a plug. So somebody reached out. Um, and we're giving away free advertising. Okay. Yeah. So so, <laughs> um, somebody has created a, a line of T-shirts. Uh, I say somebody. So uh, they're all, they're on um, Instagram as just us Hayes. And they've got uh, a website called uh, Why the uh, Why the Algarve. What? And uh, what is it called? Why the Algarve. So it's. D- I don't w- know what you're saying. W H Y T H E A L G A R V E. The Algarve is somewhere is in Portugal, I believe. Um, and they've got a line of T-shirts called The War on Christmas. Okay. Which is very. I like the. T- I'm going to get some Christmas T-shirts from there. So whythealgalve.com, they've got um, All I Want for Christmas is the Means of Production with Karl Marx. That's great. Uh, they've got Christmas is a False Flag Operation. <laughs> <laughs> they've got which is Santa pointing a gun at you and it says Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Oh, can I have that? Can you guys send that to uh, me? That'd and then uh, Can we get some free t-shirts from these guys? Santa holding a cry. <laughs> child- I've heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> give, us, give us a t-shirt, man. <laughs> Santa holding a crying child and it says, memories that last a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one, Santa with a gun, it says, just put the cookies on the table and just walk away. Oh, that's good. So anyway, I just wanted to plug them because they... Um, <clears throat> 
Uh, they, we'll leave it if they, they, Reese they, they managed have, to do it last time. They have promote our show online, so uh, I wanted to say oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh. So whythealgarve.com. And if you can, if Reese remembers this when he's editing the show, put a link in our show notes wherever you listen. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever, there should be, if you just scroll down, uh, there should be a little link. You can just click on it. How about that? If you Sounds really it. good. Sounds really good. You're going to remember to do that? I uh, did no. last time. It was yeah, good. It was good. maybe. We'll maybe. see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See what mood I'm in. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, okay, this... so there's your two call to actions. One, don't smash don't, your face with asbestos. In, ingest or rub asbestos. Right. And secondly, go to why the algave? Why, why the algave? Why the algave? Why the algave? Dot com. Dot com. Okay. To There's get some war on Christmas t-shirts. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. Thanks so much, listener, for sticking us in your ear hole snug in there just the way you like it. Uh, this has been fun, as yeah. always. Learning learning random shit about much shit that you've picked up on, <laughs> on the dark web, Reese. Fuck this shit that you find. I don't go on the dark web. I, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where the dark web was. So. Darkweb.com. Really? No. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. I thought it was supposed to be a bit more mysterious than that. And at least want some breadcrumbs to lead me in a... Right, yeah. Yeah. And dark web. Dark just web. leaves you straight to the FBI. It's like... Yeah, just... <laughs> I went on the dark web once and I saw a website and they were selling guns. Well, you're cool. There we go. <laughs> I picture these with those conversations you have with yourself in the mirror first thing every morning. The dark web is very much like the internet, but it's very dark. Honey, come back to bed. Stop talking about the dark web in the mirror. Don't confuse don't confuse the dark web with dark mode. Because that just that makes you <laughs> that just, just makes, makes your browser you, dark. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, am I in the dark web? <laughs> no, it's just reducing eye strain. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. We should probably go. Uh, yeah, let's go. Okay, right. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.